Assalamu alaikum. You're listening to Tech Sisters Stories. Tech Sisters is a community that supports Muslim women in tech through storytelling and sisterhood. My name is Grace, and I get to interview the amazing women in our community, share their stories and the lessons they learned. I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, today on Tech Sisters Stories, we have Kaulat Abdelhakim. Kaulat is a tech career coach, instructor, and speaker who loves helping students and recent graduates choose and navigate their dream tech careers. She is also the founder of DiverseCake.com, where she provides helpful resources, career and product consultation, and interviews with tech industry experts. Kaulat is very passionate about artificial intelligence education and its application to agriculture, trade, and automation, and founded AI Abduqueda to provide a platform for local AI practitioners to network and learn. We are so excited to welcome Kaulat as our latest exercise. Thank you so much for coming today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am very excited to be here. Amazing. How about we start at the beginning? How did you first get into tech? Okay, um, my tech journey actually started from my um, from university, from college. Um, so I used to have, I studied mechatronics engineering, and there used to be like some of these guys in my um, department who were always on their computers and I was always curious like what exactly are they doing like why are they always with their computers and the only thing I could do in my computer then was you know use um, Microsoft Word <laughs> to type <laughs> um, use all this um, very very just like the regular thing that um, everybody does with computers playing games and all of that so um I was curious and I got to learn about programming. Um, I started, you know, learning about programming, got the software and stuff. That was my first um, encounter with tech um, programming and all of that. And over time, I decided, I started to like learn on my own and I will go through articles, a lot of um blog posts on Medium and other sites I would read. Um, then I learned about artificial intelligence and I was very intrigued. I mean, the idea of AI and how um, machines can actually get to like think and do things on their own, program to do stuff. So it was really exciting. And right from there, I just like kicked it off. I started taking online courses um i started um attending meetups locally and online and i also founded a community so yeah that was my journey into tech mashallah were you doing all of this as well as doing your mechatronics engineering yes i was (laughs) yes i was (laughs) yes it was So, like, um, in between lectures, I would take time, I would go to the library, uh, you know, or during boring lectures, I would be reading articles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, all that time, um, yeah, I believe they were all, it was very helpful to me, you know, and, yeah, I was able to manage them. I, I'm not very sure how I did them, <laughs> but I actually was able to do a lot with school, and I am grateful to, um, to God for that. Alhamdulillah, you have Barakah in your time. 
This might be a bit of a basic question, but I'm not familiar with that field of mechatronics. Is it a combination of mechanical and electrical engineering? Yes, it is. Um, and it's kind of a combination of all um, mechanical, electrical, um, computer engineering. So okay. it's more like robotics, a field in robotics. Yeah. yeah. And did you see what you were learning with AI and programming as something that would complement what you were learning with mechatronics? Yes, definitely. Um, AI is AI plays a huge role in mechatronics mm-hmm. um, because you know you are building automated systems also with mechatronics that can um, perform automated automated actions. So AI actually plays a very huge role there. Amazing, and. Another question, when you're going through your university studies, were you thinking about what type of career you would have? Are you, um, at what point were you kind of thinking, should I commit more to the programming side of things? Should I commit more to the engineering side of things? What were you, what was your plan? Yeah, um, right after I started, I founded the community AI Abelkta. Yeah. And I realized that there were, actually a lot of people turning up for this um for these meetups that I organized you know weekly. So we used to have like weekly meetups um for sixteen weeks straight. That's for each cohort and we'd have like um one to two cohorts in a year and people would turn up and it was really exciting because I was enjoying what I was doing. And I was very excited that people were coming around and getting all these testimonials from people that they are getting jobs. It was very exciting. And then I just realized that that was what I wanted to do. So, um, you know, as I was trying to, like, you know, finish up my degree and actually come out with good grades, I was also building my career by the side, um, you know, organizing meetups, um, learning also at the same time um you know and all of that and it was really really an interesting time you know over i even got this um research collaboration um recently with um university of oxford a research oh. group there where i was working on um a research product and um, project on um automated driving cars it was oh, excited wow. yeah but like in 2020, later that year, um, it was like, you know, I don't know, the something just changed in me, like, um, not like change per se, I am very interested in AI, but then a lot of students, fellow students reached out to me um, regarding their careers. Um, everyone was stuck at home, especially like where I am in Nigeria. It was like, schools were not starting, there was no transition to online. So everybody just felt okay. Um, what if what if COVID went on for more than you know the time it actually did? Um, you know, students decided to think about their careers, what they wanted to do, and um, they reached out to me, and I actually found it very very um exciting to actually talk to students about these things, and I started making videos on them on YouTube and they were really helpful. I was getting good feedback. And then I just decided, okay, um I like this thing. It excites me. Um I also like AI, but what do I want to like focus on now? Then I kind of like just 
transitioned into um career coaching tech career coaching specifically um you know helping students and I started this interview series where I basically interview tech experts, tech professionals, talk to them about their tech careers, um, you know, how it can help students who are just, you know, getting started and all of that. So um, it has been really exciting so far. Um, yeah, that that's it. And I definitely look forward to doing really amazing things with AI in the, fu- in the near future. Mm-hmm. Mashallah, that's really interesting. So from that, a couple of things. It sounds like you are somebody who is really driven by your interests. It sounds like when you're interested by something, you go for it and pursue it and learn everything about it. Because even community organizing and, and setting up cohorts and organizing all of that and the meetups, that's a very different skill in and of itself. Yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know. I was just very happy to do it, you know. Um, people would ask me, how do you manage to organize meetups every week, every Saturday? But it was something that I was always looking forward to. I would plan towards, you know, getting the venue and all of that, um, getting speakers when necessary, people to teach. So it was something I was always interested in. And I realized that, okay, this is this other skill set that I am good at, like very good at, and I enjoy. So, um. I want to do that. And yes, my interests actually drive me. If I'm interested in something, I would go for it. If it is that thing that is like at the top of my mind for that um, at that time, <laughs> I would go for it. Um, yeah. And if something like comes up that's actually very exciting again, I would, you know, try to explore it. I'll just look at my options. I believe life is about exploring things trying out new exciting things as well as making an impact and being able to like do all these things uh, is all the things that get me um, excited about my career and life in general. Ah, mashallah. Yeah, I like how you said making an impact. It's also very clear listening to you that you seem to really get a lot of energy from helping people and hearing how you've impacted them. Yeah. Do you think you could share a story or some particularly really nice instance where you helped somebody achieve their dream or or get to where they wanted to be through your coaching or your meetups? Mm, Okay. Um, Okay, so through my meetup, for example, recently, like um, last week, one of my um, cohort members just reached out to me telling me, Thank you so much. I just got a job in Abuja, which is another city in Nigeria. Yeah. Like he had relocated and he was so excited and thankful and saying it was, it all started, um, his tech journey started from joining AI Abelkuta and he was really happy. So like that, that got me so excited. I mean, this thing that I was just doing, not really knowing how far the impact to make actually got somebody a job and many like that that um you know will tell me you know i got this job i got this project and all that um this helped me kickstart my career and all that it's really amazing and yeah recently also you know as much as i'm helping people get into tech i'm also helping people like discover their interests so i had um i recently had 
a client who I worked with. He's also a student, and he was learning um programming languages. He was learning Python, how to code. He was learning, you know, about tech. He wanted to code, but um, you know, because of the tech hype, actually. But then I realized that he was also a very good copywriter. So he was like pursuing this thing. He, he wanted to get into tech because tech is the big thing. And he also likes writing. Um, and he's a good writer. And he's just finding it very difficult, you know, um, jumping from programming languages. Then he stops. He thinks, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at this. I'm not getting any better. I jump to another programming language, try something else, try product design. But then, like, when we talked through it, I just realized that his passion was actually writing. And we I, we talked about his writing career, you know, how he can actually pursue that. And right now, he's getting really amazing jobs. Um, he's, yeah, he's getting, it, it's really exciting. You know, he, it's not just about, oh, I want to get into tech. I want to do this. It's about what makes you happy yeah that's more like the driving um force for me um what makes you happy what do you need right now and what are your skill sets you know it's different for everybody though but yeah in his case that was what was best for him and he's happy about it and yes that's 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 very very interesting well alhamdulillah that's a great story i love how I just really like that narrative of somebody who's uh, has their mindset on one thing. Uh, they think that this is the goal, this is where they want to be, and but their skill sets or their passions are somewhere else. And it is definitely possible to combine those two and to find a path where you have alignment for uh, your your career and your values and your talents. Yeah, and that's excellent, Mashallah. And I think what you were saying before about how what makes you happy and where your skills are. It is different for everybody. I think it's different for people in different phases of their lives. It's something that's always evolving. Yes, yes. That's one thing about career. Um, it's changing and you can allow yourself to, you know, go with the flow. Just look at your circumstances. What is driving you? Like, I wouldn't say you should jump from career to career if, you know, you're pressed on money and you actually have something you're doing already that's giving you money but you can always like you know do other things that you like by the side um you know and finally decide to like transition and stuff just allow yourself to explore when it comes to career that's at the early stage i'm talking about um at the early stage at the early stages of your career allow yourself to explore before you then figure out what exactly excites you and what you want to do like at this point now, I know that what excites me is doing this podcast, coaching coaching students. But it took me a lot. It took me coding in Java, writing Python codes, um, doing AI research. It took me a lot of things um, to figure to then get to this point that oh, from all these my experiences, um, community building and all, I realized that this this is the thing I want to do. So at the early stages of your career, give yourself that opportunity, that freedom to explore your career. 
and none of those experiences are lost, right? So even if you learn something and it wasn't what you just, if you learned Python or Java and you ended up deciding, I don't want to do this, that time that you spent on there wasn't lost, it's still benefiting you. Exactly, right? yes, yes, definitely. You can always apply that knowledge somewhere else, then you can transfer that knowledge also to other things. So for example, I was I used to code, and now that I'm doing tech career coaching, I'm definitely encounter I'm definitely meeting people who want to get into code, and because of my experience, I'm able to like talk from a point of I'm able to talk from my experience, from my knowledge, and um, no knowledge is wasted basically. I'm wondering, how do you help somebody who doesn't know what makes them happy, who doesn't know where their skills? So this is someone who's very very early on, and they might have an idea of where they want to be. But maybe it's an idea that um, has been imposed on them. It's not something that they're reaching for. They, they just, they're lost. So what kind of questions do you ask somebody to help them uncover their passions, uncover their talents? Yeah, okay. So you could just like do a quick um, kind of list. So you could write down um, what are the things that excite you, like anything at all. Um, what are the things that excite you? What are the things you want to, you would like to do long term? It might be anything, anything at all. What skills do you have now? And what are the resources available to you right now um, that you can use to improve those skills? So, for example, somebody has um, a feeling that, oh, I would like to be a software developer. Uh, but I am not very sure. All you want to do is look at software developers. Maybe that that can kind of motivate you. What what excites you about their job? You might even reach out to some of them and talk to them about what it's like to be a software developer. And you know, from from that talk, does it really excite you? Just just to be sure, right? Then you look at what are the skill sets you need to get started in that field okay how do you lend them do you have the resources to direct to go for it how do you get those resources you know things like that just like take your time to think about what you want the thing is it's different for everybody it's very different and what i would say it majorly takes is talking to people talk to people understand different careers Get yourself motivated about it and that will drive you. When you talk to people, you get excited about it. Whatever the outcome of that call is will drive you to like want and do more research and all of that. So yeah, basically that's that's it. I think that's amazing advice. I really like the focus on talking to people and hearing their experiences. Um it's it's one thing to listen to somebody from like a podcast when you reach out to them individually, then you're getting a lot from that conversation and also the person that you're talking to is getting a lot from helping you and from guiding you and they're going to be at least a little bit invested in, in what you want to do and they'll be more likely to help you in the future, maybe mentor you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. 
So you've been having these meetups, and they've been mostly in person. How has your group responded to the pandemic and lockdown? How I mean, that's must have been a huge challenge for what you've been. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the community is hugely um focused on the physical side of things, and given the environment and the um you know, group of people attending, which in this case are mostly students and recent graduates, it was not very easy to transition online. So we couldn't run the same model we ran, like um, having these weekly meetups online for two hours, you know, online. Firstly, because it was expensive on the part of the students. And um, it was also, it didn't have that community side of things you know you everyone is in their houses yeah. just um listening to something about ai or try coding stuff on it, it just wasn't it wasn't an easy transition we didn't have those weekly meetups again we tried for first part of the lockdown you know a lot of people didn't attend because it wasn't very convenient for them then we decided to like run a kind of just online chats where and a reading session. So where everybody just comes together and talks about what they learned, you know, for the week. Just like chat as a community. I think that was like that that gave better results. But now we are looking to have some physical meetups again now that lockdown is off and all of that. So yeah, that's about the community. Yes, I can imagine that would be challenging. I I definitely do think that when you're doing things remote, it there is it's difficult to get people as engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. I'm also wondering when you've seen your students who are coming in and the students who have successfully completed their cohorts, what are some traits? that are making them more likely to succeed? Okay, yeah, being um, proactive and inquisitive is actually the two main traits. Um, when you're proactive, you are actively seeking opportunities for yourself. So you're not like waiting for them to come to you. And when you're inquisitive, you're always learning. And that's actually a very, very good trait. You're not just, you know, relying on whatever it is you hear during these meetups, during the cohorts. You are going after this, you know, meetups, you're going to like further your learning. You're going to progress and get more knowledge on whatever it is you had during the class. You're going to work on personal projects. All these things are actually the traits of people who succeed. Yeah, actively seeking opportunities for yourself and being inquisitive and eager to learn continuously. Marshall, it strikes me that those are two qualities that you definitely have. <laughs> Thank you. <yourself. laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> it's in your story. It's very apparent you have that. <laughs> Mashallah. Uh, explain some things. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. So, Kalat. What is the thing that you're most proud of? And this can be personal or in your career. What's something that's really special to you and why does it matter? Okay, it's definitely um, 
you know, starting the community and founding Diverse K. Yeah, I would mm. say I am really, really proud of that. You know, making that huge move in my career and realizing the impact it can have on a lot of students and recent graduates who just find it difficult, um, you know, navigating, choosing their careers. It might have been a bit easier for me because I figured it out when I was in college, but some people actually find it hard even after graduation to know what they want to do and, you know, being there to like help them just get a sense of direction. I am really proud of that. I'm really proud to have helped, you know, students, a lot of students. Um, yeah, I am definitely proud of that. A hundred. It's a very worthy thing to be proud of. You're doing a lot of good, mashallah. Um, and what's something that you might regret or you wish you could have done differently? Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly, I believe everything that happened or every choice I've made, the good and not so good ones, contributed to making me what I am today and placing me where I am today. I wouldn't really necessarily change anything. Maybe I would have been more more open to opportunities. Yeah, sometimes I'm just I this opportunity is not not um for me or I am not ready for that. Um, you know, I might have just like gone for them and not just think that I was not good enough, which is one thing I am doing now. Going for opportunities that are not necessarily that I would believe are bigger than me. <laughs> and yeah, and they have been working for me actually. So like on that note I would say don't like don't underestimate yourself. Yeah, if I would do anything differently I wouldn't underestimate myself. I would um go for things that um I'll basically just not underestimate myself. Yeah, I think that's a really big one. And I think that's something that it takes a lot of practice to get into that. Yeah. Lots of times where you apply for things that you don't feel qualified for just to see what's going on. Yes, (laughs) yes. I think um, that's something that I did uh, when I got my career in technologies. I, I didn't have a lot of work experience. I transitioned into tech after I, I had my children, so I was later in, in my yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I applied for just dozens and dozens of jobs before I got my first one, but I, I saw it as a learning experience, uh, as a way to kind of check where I am and where where I feel I am and where I actually am mm-hmm. in terms of how uh, what people are hiring, what they're looking for. And alhamdulillah, I, I got offers from places I didn't think I was yeah. qualified for at all. I thought it was no chance I get these things. Uh, so that was a very early yeah, lesson. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Khalat, what is uh, someone or something that you're most grateful for? Um, first, I would say I'm grateful to Allah for guiding me, um, you know, mm. for helping me make the right choices when I made them. 
And yeah, I'm grateful for mm-hmm. my parents for being supportive of what I do, even though they are not like techie, but they are like supportive of what I do. And um, yeah, my mentors, my teachers, lecturers, um, yeah, my uncle for getting my first laptop. <laughs> I'm great, very grateful too. Yeah, I'm very grateful to all of them, to the people I've met and encountered in my life. Um, Yeah, I've learned a lot from all, everyone I've met. I'm just grateful for being where I am, um, having the journey that I've had, um, moving from a city where there was crisis and all and we all had to like relocate in the middle of a very tough time to a new city um trying to get myself used to the new environment just learning (laughs) yeah i'm really grateful to have grown to what i am today so yeah alhamdulillah alhamdulillah that's absolutely beautiful Is there any last words of wisdom or advice that you'd like to share? Career-wise, if you want to get into tech, you should understand that tech Mm. is a very broad field. So it's not just about saying, I want to get into tech. You have to do your research. Um, Tech is broad. You have to do your research, figure out what part of tech exactly excites you, you know, all of that. And, you know, dive in, go for it and explore. Personally, I would say you should also be proactive. You should pray often because when I, sometimes I would just get demotivated and I would just be, I would just not be very um, eager to do some things. But like when I pray, I kind of get my energy back. I just ask God for guidance or, you know, help basically and it always makes things easier so just you know have faith and be proactive like i said be um inquisitive um go after those opportunities that you think you don't deserve because you don't know if you deserve them you if you apply for them you have you still have a chance but if you don't you definitely do not have a chance so yeah that would be my final advice I love that you brought prayer into that. I think it's a huge part. Um, when your salah is in order, everything in your life does start to fall into place. And at least your, your outlook towards things changes and you have more of a reliance on Allah and on the provision that he's, he's given you. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that in. I'm really happy with uh, this talk. Thank you so much for, for spending your time and, and and sharing your knowledge with us. If anyone wanted to follow you or to hear more about your work or, or get your advice, uh, where can they follow you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Kaulat Ayomidi Abdul Hakim, and mm. my social media handle is at Diverse Kaulat on any social media. That is at D I V E R S E. K-H-A-U-L-E-T. Okay, and I'll have the, the links for that in the show notes, inshallah. And yeah, thank you so much again. And yeah. It was really lovely having you.
thank you so much for having me, Grace. Um, I'm really glad to have had this conversation. I hope you like that story as much as I did. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to it. Please consider following us and leaving a review if you like this episode. That really helps us a lot. And if you're a Muslim woman in tech, please go ahead and join our community. It's free, it's fun, it's supportive, it's a great time. That's all for me. Assalamu alaikum.